Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's Brooklynites, New Jerseyans, and Nets fans from far and wide, the elite pod thorn has come to talk basketball. Let's do it. Rumors are spreading. What up, Bam? Before we start, I just want to say a uh, quick fuck you to the New York Knicks and their lottery dreams and how I sat next to my dad watching that lottery and it's funny how your mannerisms uh, you know mimic your 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 parents and for me mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very much like my old man and the second that envelope opened and we saw the Nick logo we both simultaneously just raised our right hands to the sky no mm-hmm. words said just a good fuck them um, and now we move on to the Nets. <laughs> yeah, they're not a threat. They're they're a, um, they're a mess. I t- starting the season last year, I told you they weren't making the playoffs. They, they is it me or does R.J. Barrett look a little bit like uh, Bubba from Forrest Gump? He one hundred percent does. He you looks know, he's like, got the lazy eye. Yeah, kind of thing going. Yeah, his his neck is thicker than his head. Looks, yeah, nice kid up. though. Good kid. Great kid. Don't get me he's wrong. He's not their problem. He he's not, but he's not the solution either. They, you need if you look at all the kids who he was drafted with, there's guys that's drafted behind him and so on and so forth. Like he's not, that's not your number two or three or one for that part. Like definitely not one. But he uh, could be your three on like a, a team that has the capability to win a, a, a round. He's maybe Harrison two, Barnes. You know, maybe two depending on seating, but. He's yeah, never he, gonna be off. Like he's not a bad play, but he's Harrison Barnes. He's basically like Evan Turner and Harrison Barnes mixed <sighs> together. I think he's a little bit better than that, but I, I think we're I'm, on the same page. He's not going. He's never gonna make two All Star games in a row. No, no, not at all. Anyway, this is the first time we've spoken since uh, on a on a podcast. Obviously, like we've we've been uh been a bloodbath in our group chats <laughs> since we uh got eliminated from the playoffs like i i thought as a podcast like we, you know what are we gonna say really that's gonna help the conversation or 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 move the conversation forward so i didn't push for it you guys didn't seem in the mood to talk about this team um, no you know what it was this this season didn't deserve a proper funeral like last year, I was proud of the Nets and was like, you know what? It just didn't. We just lucked out, you yep. know, like, or we did. We did luck. We, you know, lucked out the opposite. It just the luck wasn't in our favor. Correct. Uh, we had bad luck, and I, you know, I was excited about this season. I could. I was glad it was a short off season with the 
mm-hmm. you know, COVID pushing the season back last year. This season, really after game two, like I was, I had no desire to go to game three, and I was just like, man, just get this fucking shit over with, because it was nothing but pain the whole season. And now we look forward. I'm a little bit re-energized, um, and you know that's what we're going to talk about today. You're, you're um, definitely angry. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in. I'm disappointed in everybody. I'm disappointed in the general manager. I'm disappointed yeah. in the coach. I'm disappointed in the ownership. I'm disappointed in pretty much all of the players besides Kevin Durant and maybe Bruce Brown. But here's why I'm excited. I get, you know, and, and you're exactly right, but here's why I'm, I'm excited about what's happening now is that, and especially the Knicks, you know, I used to see the Knicks do this all the time, and that it would be the Knicks' main problem. It's the Knicks' problem right now. Um, teams will have things that are wrong with them, and they don't know what's wrong with them. And they're not actively fixing what's wrong with them. From everything that I've heard from Sean Mark so far this season, it he hasn't mixed words. We're not physical enough. We're not athletic enough. The way we the way we came about this team, we got, we we signed all these old guys. Um, he he seems to be really aware of what's wrong with the team, and he's and and it seems like they're willing to attack that. They're not they're not hiding from that. Like you you have a problem with any things that, that Mark said? No, I think he said everything we we thought. Um, I think that they got a little cocky last offseason. Yep. I mean, like, Mil- like just like the Millsap signing was like, yo, in hindsight, how many of these old past their prime former All-Stars four slash five-ish guys are they going to throw they had at four. this? They had four, and it, it should have, and, and even though I, I like, relented on what I want and accepted what the team was, was providing and looking at it and going, okay, if, if it works, he's, he, he did the job, right? But you can't have James Johnson, Paul Millsap, Blake Griffin, and LaMarcus Aldridge. You understand what I'm saying? It's like... Right, and Damon Sharp and Nick Claxton. So what they basically did was they threw like half, almost half their roster spots mm-hmm. at like the five spot, just hoping something stuck. Right, you know, and then they added Drummond, you know, to the mix. Uh, I, I guess they lost Millsap in that process, but right. it's like they just threw so many bodies at it. They left themselves really vulnerable at the guard spots, mm-hmm. the the backup wings. Um, so the roster construction was off last year. Terrible. Um, it wasn't you know. good the year before either. To to like a lot of, and again, I think about this organization, right? Because this is what you really want from an organization. Some Like the Yankees, they'll make mistakes and they'll just keep, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, like, and, and never change. And um, um, the Mets, what they'll do is the exact opposite. They'll flail at it. They'll, they'll throw this and that and this and that and this and that and there's no, there's no really foundation. But you want your team to at least be able to look in the mirror and see what's wrong. And you know who I think really gets that based off of what he's been saying so far? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant hasn't well, taken any... I would any... say over the lack of what he's saying more than anything. Uh, exactly. But last year and the year before, anybody said anything wrong, 
KD would just jump out the sky like, <laughs> like, hey, y'all talking about my people? You know what I mean? Like, in this season, the the only person he's defended so far is Nash, which I know you hate. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Nash is not a good coach, but we'll save that for another episode. Okay. And, you know, I vehemently – I don't think Nash is a good coach. I think he's the right guy for this particular job. But nonetheless, let's let's not even get there. Let's talk about what we came here to talk about. So, a report that I've that I've completely overly <laughs> put merit to. the The thing is, the one part that we know is a fact is Sean Marks and Rob Palinka got a room and was discussing something. What's your theory? Before I tell you my theory, but what's your theory <laughs> of why they why would I they be meeting? Some... They're discussing minor trades. It, it, it can't be. You know, perhaps the Lakers want. Perhaps the Lakers want to get a, for a pick in the first round this year, and they're but, talking to the Nets on how they can acquire their you know their pick from Philly. Um, so let I me, know, you know, I know where me, you're going because we've been, you know, group texting to today. Right, right, um, but 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 here's why. Here's let me let me put this out there to you, and then you tell me if, if I'm if I'm on the wrong path because I'm not I'm not gonna guess on why they're meeting, but I will say this: if you if you want to find out about Atkinson, the call goes like this: Yo, Rob calls Sean Marks. Hey man, why'd you fire Atkinson? What was going on there? What didn't you like about him? And then Marks either tells him or goes, you know what? Great coach. Wonderful coach. Couldn't deal with Kyrie, though. Gives him the inside baseball information. He takes that, and he goes on, and he makes his decision. You're not renting You're not renting a boardroom or an office room or, or a, a, a meeting room in a hotel at the draft, at the draft combine, to, to get a reference. Well, hold on. How do you know that the just rent the room out, and they're using it for multiple purposes, such as they're going to talk to people from the Bucks about Ham. They're going right, to talk but, to people from the Blazers about Terry Stotts. But you're Sean Marks. Hold on. They're going to talk. They're going to talk. Who says Sean Marks rented the room? Maybe the Lakers have it. No, Maybe no, they no. had it their second the round of interviews there. The Lakers probably rented the room. Let's let's agree on that. Because right. it, it did say it did leave with Rob Palinka, right? Right. But if you're finding out, like f- to meet with coaches, yes. But to meet with, to rent a room, to meet with several references, like that that doesn't happen on any. Like you could be hiring the CEO of of AT and T. It's a complicated and long process. I've I've seen it happen at major corporations. It's a very long process in replacing the CEO, COO of a of a billion dollar organization. However, what I've never seen done is someone bring someone to a face to face reference to get a face to face reference on a player or on a coach. It just doesn't happen uh, on a on a prospect that you want to hire for a key role at your business. You don't, you don't, you don't get references like that. There's a million reasons he could have been in that room, but for the sake of this episode of this podcast, mm-hmm. let's take the leap that you want to and have the hypothetical discussion. You're suggesting 
mm-hmm. that something bigger is afoot. And that somebody whose name might rhyme with Myrie mm-hmm. might be heading out of town. Yes. Yes. And you're going to say, well, as you sent to us earlier, that there said, was a uh, Brian Windhorst report. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing Brian Windhorst does have, it's connections to LeBron. Correct. That LeBron would welcome Kyrie back with the Lakers as a teammate if Kyrie were open to it. Correct. Um, now you have this report, and you're reading tea leaves. And then a month ago, you had Ky- you had LeBron say, "The three players I would most want to play with," and he he didn't say he, he. People got the quote wrong. He was saying, "Him and Kyrie versus KD and Kobe, or or something weird like that." Or, right. Oh, but does it matter? He had Kyrie as one of his top players. He was and asked, then, I think it was the two the two guys, something one on one, I think. Right. And it was Kyrie and KD. Yeah. <laughs> so and um and Kobe. So he, put, he threw Kobe in there too. Going to the Lakers, I would think that if you know I think it's highly unlikely, but let's discuss the ramifications of it. I, I think it's I think it's very likely. <laughs> um, or maybe that's hope. Or maybe that's hope. But but I have no sources on this. I just have logic. Go ahead. Say what you say. So, I mean, let's discuss that in theory and what that means. Let's say the Nets are fed up with Kyrie, which is All right. not, you know, any, not But But, Matt, Matt you got to admit they're fed up with Kyrie. I'm or, fed or, up with Kyrie. Yeah, you love Kyrie. You on the low. Don't don't don't. don't no, I I I'm fed up with Kyrie. I don't love anybody on the mm-hmm. Nets. I right before we got on here, I'm looking on Twitter and some Warriors because somebody was speculating LeBron to the Nets, mm-hmm. and some Warrior fan goes, "But then Katie's legacy will never be fulfilled." I'm like, I, you think I give a shit about Kevin Durant's legacy? Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck <laughs> about him at all. Yeah, but. <laughs> He's, but you uh, know what? You know what? LeBron would never play with 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 um, KD. Would never play with LeBron. LeBron would play with KD, but KD's whole thing is I want to pass LeBron. You know, I don't I don't see that. And then the other thing is the other thing that people keep trying to say is is that it's Westbrook. Kevin Durant is never playing with Russell nah, Westbrook. Westbrook. I'll say this: if the Nets traded Kyrie for Westbrook. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm starting to look for the Knicks. Forget it. At least I'll have some camaraderie in my misery. <laughs> Everybody I'm, I know is a Knicks fan in my personal life. Oh, I'll same. Just start rooting for same, same. But I'm not rooting for them. Those losers yeah. ever. <laughs> I'll just so, be a loser Anthony over Davis here by myself. For Kyrie Irving is your speculation. Mm-hmm. I just. <laughs> Why don't I break it, down my spe- why don't I break down my speculation so you, and then let you answer it? Go How ahead. about that? Listen, this meeting may not have anything to do with Kyrie, but if you're talking about a trade for Kyrie, it has to be someplace where he is willing to go because he has to opt in. That's his one little that's his one chip that he has. He has to opt in for the trade to be able to happen. So wherever he goes, it's going to be a place of his choice. And he's been waxing poetic about LeBron for the last three weeks. He, Even when he apologized to LeBron, he was apologizing to LeBron when he was at Boston 
right? Because things were going badly. It wasn't because things were going peachy. No, he was like, LeBron, I didn't know how hard it was to be the face and the leader of the organization. I thought I wanted that. I didn't want that. Sorry, LeBron. I didn't know how tough your job was, right? And that was when it was going bad with Boston. Now you have a you have a uh, uh, off season after a bad loss after like a, a, a chaotic uh, playoffs that ended miserably. You now have Sean Marks getting on the mic after Kyrie goes everywhere and says, "I'm going back to the Nets. I'm resigning. We're running the team. All that other stuff." It is clear that shit rubbed people in Nets world the wrong way. It is clear that it bothered Kevin. Kevin Durant got out of town right away. He and I'll say this to your point. Mm-hmm. The Yes Network interview Marks did, mm-hmm. typically that would be where they walk things back and right. they doubled down. Correct. Correct. And you don't, and a lot of times, like people think, see a trade happen, they think it just happened spur of the moment or in the last couple of days. Trades, it's, Sometimes trades could be years in the making, could be months in the making, but things, conversations are being ha- happening. And the first thing that, the first stone that I saw, and I and I kind of like raised my glasses to, but it wasn't until I started hearing what Sean Marks was saying that I took it even more seriously, is that, is that KD's silent. People are outwardly making like the Nick Wrights of the world and the and, and the and the Skip Baylesses and the you know Shannon, um, whatever his last name is. He, those guys are all talking about. It. Usually, KD parachutes in. It's like nobody talked bad about my little buddy Kyrie. He said nothing. And you know, KD KD don't. No one could shut KD up. He said nothing. He just got swept in the playoffs. He's not happy. So now you... I mean, he, he Kevin Durant should be embarrassed. Of course he should Harry be. Harry Irving should be embarrassed. The He's coaching not. staff should be embarrassed. The management, the ownership should be embarrassed. Everybody on that team that's a key player, right? whether it's on the floor or off the floor, should be absolutely ashamed of what happened. The Nets had by far the most embarrassing playoff in the NBA, nobody else was embarrassed like they were. Yeah, they didn't I, I, win look, a game. Listen, it's They're listen, the only that, team you're, that's you're, been swept. We're 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 agreeing. I'm I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes. They should they they should be more embarrassed, but it should be more embarrassed because they have Kevin Durant. Right, they should be more, more embarrassed. They should they, be more embarrassed. But the but the thing is, Bam, what you got to understand game. is, it's unclear to us. Why they were embarrassed? Embarrassed. It's not unclear to them. They are in those meeting rooms. They are. They are in that locker room. They are having the con- conversations one on one with the players, and they know what people were fighting about in the locker room. The one part that I have a big problem with the Nets fan base is we don't learn from anything. We have to learn from these things. When they made a choice, they tried it. They said, okay, Kyrie, we'll do it your way. They let him come back. And the team took, almost immediately to him coming back, the team took a nosedive. Everybody started saying, oh, it's because KD's hurt. They started falling. They were in first place the day that Kyrie joined the team again. First place. 
and they fell all the way to out of the playoffs and had to struggle to get back into the plan. They know what's wrong with them or have a good idea who they blame. And if you look at everything that's happening in the offseason, isn't it clear to you, Bam, that they think Kyrie had a lot to do with what went wrong with them this year? They, right? they know that he's the reason James Harden's gone. Correct. Correct. You know, which, why, you know, I, look, why that's that so made, hard to say amongst our fan base? Good. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, why, why that's so hard to admit in our fan base is crazy. James Harden is a selfish bastard. He wants to win a ring for his ego, for his history. He looked in that locker room and said, these dudes aren't going to win a championship. They they could barely practice. Yo, the first week Kyrie was here as a Nets player, he refused to put on a, a thing that all athletes wear now so they could track your health, so they could know if your heart rate is fucked up. Like, <laughs> or, or how much you're exerting yourself out there. Like, it, nothing is simple with this dude. And if they're trying to move on from him, where could they get yeah. the same level of talent? Not a, not a, they're, they're not getting John Morant. They're not no, getting a, you're, something you're looking that can... At a, you're looking at, it, it would have to be a team like the Lakers that is saying what... So the, the Nets had the most embarrassing playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Lakers had the most embarrassing season. Correct. And who so do they blame? it has to be that wounded dog that says, well, we got to do something different here. Yeah, and who do they blame? Right. They bl- they, they're not like, going to blame LeBron. Nope. Nope. They can't move Westbrook for anything. If they move Westbrook, they got to move him with draft picks. He has multiple years left. The only, you know, they can maybe move Westbrook to a team that's got a lot of cap space, that has their own contracts that are longer than his. Mm-hmm. They may be looking to dump. And the Lakers say, well, these are role players that can help us for the next year or two. Right. That's the only thing they can do. Um, although and, somehow John Wall got traded, but another story. Um, and, and just knowing, And just knowing how how LeBron thinks LeBron LeBron is a brilliant guy, but he's a linear thinker. He's probably going, Hey, I want to, I want a couple championships with that kid. If I get that talent back, I can control him in a way that KD can't control. Him. And this dude, AD his body is falling apart. Get him up out of here. And that's his, <laughs> it's so crazy. That's his client. <laughs> get him up out of here. And you know, clutches, is super involved in the Nets already. They probably already got the feeder over there to them. They, you understand? They probably would like to have AD in Brooklyn. I'm telling you, I knew, I know real people that that say that AD wanted to come here, and I bet you, if he ever does, he'll tell you that. And um, and on top of that, and on top of that, it's just a better fit. So let's say if my fantasy happens, no, first of all, is is my thinking sound? What do you think about that? Look, yeah, look, you could connect those dots. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt that if this was something that was going on, that Rob Palenka and Sean Marks are being seen entering in a boardroom together. Uh, because there's so many moving parts that that means they'd want to keep that hush-hush. Right. You know, it would have to be something towards the final stages, and I think you'd, you would have already heard about it. But I'm, I'm willing to take the leap that 
the pieces do make sense. The franchises make sense in terms of where they're at and what they're thinking. There are two teams thinking we're getting rid of a problem for us, mm-hmm. and their problem makes more sense for us. Because one thing about the Western Conference, it's not a size conference right now. No, it's not. It's Watching not. The, the Warrior game last night, boy, does, is there a team in basketball that has worse centers than the Mavericks? I thought our centers were bad. They don't have a center. Right. It's pretty it's I mean, pretty They got chewed up in that second. They just went right at Luka, and there was no rim protection behind him. Uh, yeah, they were pretty much scoring every possession that fourth quarter. The Western Conference was shit this year. Like let's let's just be real. Like look how look how the Suns went out. The the Western yeah. the the NBA championship is being played right now. Whoever wins between Miami, I, I, Miami mm. and um and Boston, my, my, is Miami's not it. winning another game in that series. Yeah, they're um, done. I think Boston and, and Golden State. If Boston are, stays healthy, series. if Boston stays healthy, Miami's not winning another game. I, I agree, but I I do think Golden State can beat them a seven-game series. And, that, and, and to me, that's the best finals the NBA can hope for uh, yeah. in terms of matchups, the, the crowds those two teams have. Yeah, that's going to be a very attractive series. Yeah, it's um, going to be great. But that, it brings up a good point for this conversation that we're having is that the Nets ha- I have to be looking at how do we match that? Right. And and getting on our... In, in the Eastern Conference, you need length. You need something to give... Uh, you need a player that can that can make Giannis have to do some work, and guess what? If they could keep Ben and ben, and and um, if they could keep Ben and AD together, I think that makes so much more sense. It, look, Ky- Kyrie and KD don't match as well as KD and and AD and Anthony Davis because Kyrie and KD have to play take turns basketball. That's why our offense looks so bad. It's because you have two tremendous, like the best ISO players in the world, but it 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 pulls from them working together or even calling plays because the best play is for Kyrie to just do his thing or the best play is just for KD to do his thing. But actually playing together, Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis would play together. That makes a lot of sense to me. Well, there's you, a lot of questions, being... though, because Davis has refused to play the five. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's that's the first hurdle they'd have to get because he'd have to be the five here. So right? I think so. So before you go past that, because that's an important part, he would have to be the five here. But on offense, he could play. He could play on the wings. He could stand right. on the three point line and Ben. And no, no, but Ben can guard the post. You could guard yeah. the post. You could you could cycle. That's 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 three almost seven footers. Kevin Durant. Right, so you're, ben. you're you're playing the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. I don't want Ben Simmons guarding Robert Williams or Al Horford. I want him guarding. But but you don't Jason have to Taylor guard Jalen Brown. You you don't really guard. Uh, he's gonna guard Tatum. That that's clear. But I'm just talking about doing dirty work in the post. Uh, the Nets have never had anything close to this, in terms of size and length. And then you could mix in Kessler. You could you could put shooters ar- around all those guys, that could be really great basketball. And guess what, AD is a very good defensive player. I didn't look it up to see, but he's got a couple All NBA defenses, right? Well, how recent? I mean, 
the last few times I've seen Anthony Davis play, I've been like, this guy is a soft jump shooter. Is he what is. he's become. Like, he does not score in the paint, really. Again, it is a limited sample size. Cause I'm not, and I always say, you never truly know a player until you watch them every night. Right. But from the last, over the last two years when I've watched him, that's what I've said. I said, this guy wants the ball 17 feet and out. He's going to jab step a couple times and take a, a jump shot. So, but, so my thing yeah. with that is, don't you want that type of center with Ben, who doesn't want to be yes, out? Yes, I do. But do I want him at the cost of Kyrie Irving? I I think you could Can lose I Kyrie Irving for cheaper? a lot less. I think I think they think it's a subtract because with Kyrie, it does. It's not just. It's never just he's not there. It's Sage. It's Walking Stick. It's live streaming. It's social injustice. It's it's always something with that dude. Right. I would I would rather just have I you know he's only played thirty four point five games the last three seasons. Um, uh, Anthony Davis has played forty six, so it's not like you're trading <laughs> for an Iron Man. I I know that, but I feel like the parts fit better, and then right away there's just like this this clearing of the air. There's like this cloud lifted off the the locker room and it's not because you know, they don't does, like does, the dude. Does, is Anthony Davis a guy that's got a burning sensation to win? No. Is Ben Simmons? No. You know, to be determined, but probably not. No. They, you know, they, it's, there's KD has to be that person. You know, I I could even when with these LeBron James teams that won, a lot of those guys didn't weren't really there for the championship per se. It's like a box you tick uh, in in your NBA career. The passion to win was LeBron. The passion to win on this team has to be driven by Kevin Durant, which is why I love that he got up and went to Europe to clear his mind because he that was his passive aggressive way of saying I'm pissed. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? And you know, if you make that swap, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, who starts in your backcourt next to Joe Harris? So, like I said, on offense, you don't want Ben on the perimeter. You want Ben with the ball in his hands. He's no, but you, need an, you need another ball handler, preferably with a little bit of size, mm-hmm. that can shoot off the ball and guard on the ball. The guy I would love is Malcolm Brogdon. We've been talking about it all yeah. morning. That just makes a lot of money. Joe Harris probably though. Yeah, yeah. Does he makes more money than Joe Harris? Right, but you could probably make the get close enough to make it work. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. We've got trade exceptions it, yeah. and everything. Yeah, no, we could, we could, we could definitely do that. Um, I just think the shooting is more important. Even though Brogdon does shoot well when he's shooting wide open, and he's clutch too. I think I have to do that. I would hate to lose Joe. So I, I, I like the idea of three-pointer shooters around Ben, but I, I I would have to do that. Brogdon doesn't make all that much more than Harris. He signed a four-year, $85 million deal. Mm. Joe's you on could, a 472. You can easily yeah, make that. You can make that trade. Number. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah, that's a trade. All right, that's, but now, so now Joe Harris is gone. Who's taking Joe Harris's spot? I mean, we have Seth Curry. I don't want Seth Curry in my starting I don't. I'm not a Seth Curry fan. But I don't oh, want him in my starting lineup. You can't do that. Like, I prefer, look, what I would like to see 
I would like to see a lineup that goes like this, right? Let's say we get Anthony Davis. That's I think that's a dream, but that's a hard trade to do for so many reasons. Nike has to get involved, all kinds. Like, it's just it's crazy. Anyway, but let's say if it did happen, Anthony Davis at, at five, right, or positionless five, Ben at four. Oh, I love having Kevin Durant at three. Right. And then you just put Seth I'll give, and I'll, I'll Harris. Give you, I'll give you a, I'll give you a, a scenario. Mm-hmm. You trade Curry and Claxton. I don't know if they can be. I don't know if this is even legal, but let's say you sign and trade Claxton along with Curry mm-hmm. to the Mavericks. We bring back Spencer. You have Spencer, Joe, Ben, KD, AD. Oh, I'd love that. That's I'd no homo. That. That's a lot of big cocks. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of legs. A lot, a lot of kickstands. No homo, indeed. Yo, listen, that would be a hell of a team. That would be a hell of a team. I, I would love that team. I'm, and and Brogdon's not a bad choice either, but you don't have to get rid of something, a big piece for him. You I don't get... want to see the, the thing about Joe Harris is, and uh, Mark's actually made reference to this, mm-hmm. he can shoot over the top of a defense. Curry needs to be wide open. Correct. He needs to be. I was not overly impressed with his play now. He was he hurt. surgery. Mm-hmm. And he looked the, a lot the, better earlier in the year in Philly. Yeah. There was no system in place, really, right. that he entered. No right. facilitation. So, in fairness to him, small sample size. Correct. Um, Correct. He's got and a little did, swagger to him. I like that. And, and the Nets the Nets don't the, – the Nets at that point, they couldn't – like, if you see a player for only 20 games, they, they, saw, they saw these guys for 13, 14 games or something like that. Um, 25 days. <laughs> um, if you have a player like that, you run there. Kevin Seth Curry is a system player, right? Um, his brother is a system player. You you create an offense to get them open, and get them shots, and get them buckets. There's you can't do that in that short period of a time. So I I'm I'm really hopeful for him. I it's it's the reason why I want to keep the three point shooters is because of Ben. There's nobody more successful at getting three-point shooters open because when he dribble drives, he drags players into the key right, to it's defend the, him. It's the J kid there. He suck him in to kick it out. Exactly. Exactly. And so and so he could do that all day in so many different ways that that not with that with those type of like again, we're saying all of this and we have Kevin Durant. <laughs> if we could just Get, if we could add a player like Anthony Davis, even if he's part time, it could. It, it's not just unlocking Kevin Durant; it unlocks Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons would have never have played with this much talent, and talent that needs him to be him. So you know, I'm not so sure the Lakers are gonna. Because then it's like, what do they really do with Westbrook now? Right. right. They gotta put shooting around them. I I would suspect su- suspect that they called about Joe Harris <laughs> foolishly because they can't get Joe Harris. But I I they need they need shooting, which is 
partly probably you know why they, they you know need who Kyrie. They could deal though with with including them. Mm. There's a deal there to be had with Curry. Oh, with Seth Curry? Yeah. Well, what are we? What are they giving us back? They have Malik, nothing. You start with Malik Monk. No, um, you can't trade Seth Curry for Malik Monk. Well, Malik Monk and Malik, Malik the, Monk the is a minimum player. You know that. And who's, <laughs> right. the, and who's the guard they got there? Horton. Uh, none. No, he's not a guard. He's like a small Horton wing. Horton Tucker could be a backup point guard, size guard. He's not a carry. point guard. What, what would you call him? He's like a. He's a. He's small, a combo guard. He's you. You see that kid Grant Williams? He's like Grant Williams at but guard size. He's, he's yeah, he's a. I'm just not a huge fan of Curry. I, I just I don't. You have to get think, better for him. You have to. His value as a three point shooter. All the NBA teams need three point shooting. You got to get more value than Horton Tucker for Seth you know, Curry. Like guys My, like Reggie Bullock are better than Curry. No. No. Yes, they don't shoot it as well, but they play the other side of the floor. Seth Bro, Curry cannot guard it, it's, any it's, position in the NBA because he's slow and he's small. In Philly, he was a part of a, a top three defense. I, I don't know him well enough to defend him on defense. He's the guy who gets hidden on defense. But but think about this. This is the three-point era of, of the NBA. A guy well, like I'll that has super value. Has tons and tons yeah, sure. of value in the NBA. Sure. We we stole him to be honest. It's you you part of your feelings towards him is because of of how we stole him. That was a player you're not supposed to be able to get. You no, don't get... my 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 problem with him is I'll take the six eight guy like Bullock who shoots thirty seven thirty eight percent over the six one guy who shoots forty five percent but can't play point guard and can't guard anybody. Yeah, but you don't want Bullock to be the guy that around Ben Simmons. They're not gonna they're not gonna hedge on 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 Ben Simmons if you've got Seth Curry out there. But if you got Reggie Bullock out there, you're gonna let him shoot. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna fence in Ben Simmons. You want the Look three what Dallas is doing. Dallas has just has like three of those players surrounded by Luca and they're in the conference finals. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know? I, I I think that has a lot to do with Luca, but <laughs> he's better than Fournier. Oh, he's way better than Fournier. You know, those like I guarantee you, Thibodeau saying, "I told you, signing <laughs> this fucking guy who, who can't guard." You know, it's funny because the parallels of Boston and the Knicks. Boston got rid of mm-hmm. Walker and Fournier, yep. right? <laughs> and the Knicks said. We'll sign Walker and Fournier. And the Knicks' defense plummeted, and Boston's skyrocketed, and they were, they became one of the best teams in the league this year. Right, right. And I've seen a really good defense that featured Ben Simmons and had Seth Curry on the, in the squad. I've seen a really – like, Seth Curry is like, you know, a coach's son, Hooper. Like, he can't really do anything on defense that's too crazy, but – He'll be an impediment. He'll be a part of a good defensive system. That that again, give these guys a a preseason. Give them give them a training camp to at least come together and learn each other and and, and, and do something. Because even Mike the Celtics, as great as they is, are right now, they started off shit. They started you know, off in eleventh place. 
My concern with Curry is he can't play next to Kyrie in the playoff series. No, absolutely not. That's that. That's just horrible defense. It, you know. But I, which which I brings did, us I, back I to this. No, something big is happening this offseason. Oh yeah. Is is Kyrie Irving going to trade into the Lakers? Probably not. I mean, I, I you know. I'm going to say yes. Is, is there a logical trade to be had there? Yeah. Maybe maybe Chicago gets involved. Maybe, but I, I think it's a simple – I think if they keep it simple, both teams get, you know, get something out of it. I The reason why I don't believe it's going to happen is because Clutch is involved. But the reason why I do believe it's going to happen, weirdly enough, is because Clutch is involved. <laughs> so because Clutch is involved – it could also be LeBron saying, "Hey, we want Ben, and let's bring the whole Clutch family here." But ah, you're not—that gonna... just makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense, especially if since the Lakers' main need is shooting, they don't need Ben. They don't need a, uh, you know, what Ben does. So I, I don't believe that. But it—it—it's also Clutch could also be the the main line that connects all of this to happening. So it it makes a lot of sense. It's definitely not Westbrook. We could agree on that, right? It's definitely not. You know, I Westbrook. think you could see something where, you know, some sort of four-team deal, right? Where, mm-hmm. let's say Anthony Davis goes to Chicago, mm. Kyrie goes to the Lakers. Oh no, I'm sorry. Anthony Davis comes to the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you know, you're right. It'd be Davis would go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie you, go. No, you're sending us yeah, I'm Levine. Sorry. I'm sorry. Davis comes to the Nets. Levine goes to L.A. I don't know. That doesn't make yeah. sense either. It happened no, to be Kyrie to the Lakers. It's Kyrie to. It's Kyrie for AD. That's AD the, to the Bulls. Levine to us. That Maybe would be Lakers, what. It, but you know, Levine wants to go to the Lakers said too. To a fourth team, and Vucevic goes to the Lakers. You know, something like that. Mm, that's you that know. sounds really tough. It's it's a hard one to do. Trading superstars is hard, but considering what has happened to both these teams, it could especially this past season, it makes a lot of sense. And if you look at who the team, not not the fans. Who the teams blame? Who the Lakers blame for last season? They blame AD. And who the Nets blame? No matter what this cult of Kyrie on on Twitter is saying, what the Nets are saying very, very clearly and loudly, that Kyrie is the problem. Well, what the, I think what the Nets are, have told you is, if a Kyrie extension happens, it's on their terms. Correct. And they Correct. may be saying that to Kyrie to say, if you don't like it, let's work out a deal. Yep. You want your and money? You want your four years? Mm-hmm. We'll give it to you, but we have opt-outs. If you don't like that, we're oh, open no, that's... to working with you. So we'll out train. of all, so we've I've shared this with you in the group chat. Out of anything that I've heard, and this is sneaker exec talk, um, it's what I've heard is that the Nets want opt-outs, trade clauses, the uh, the ability to trade him on a whim <laughs> uh, if they sign him. And 
and it's and it's practically like I don't see why people can't see the the resemblance of this to the Harden trade. The reason why the Sixers lost the Harden trade is not because Harden isn't the best player in the trade. He is the best player in the trade. They're he, backed in the corner now. Yep, they are backed in a corner now, and they have to pay him the supermax or he walks, leaving a gigantic void in their team, and they're still capped out. Yeah, they're they're screwed. They got they have to sign the guy or it's a failure. They have to sign him and hope he gets better. And players don't get better after thirty two. They get worse. And you know, they're I'm gonna not, be paying I, him the most. I, I, I'm not willing to throw dirt on his grave yet. I do think that he had a, a like the the way the off season was last year, mm-hmm. he probably should have started the season on injured reserve. Yeah. Um but he, he couldn't because Kyrie Correct. Didn't want to play basketball. Correct. So Which... I do think there's a better version of James Harden still there. Do mm-hmm. I think he can play at the MVP level anymore? No. No. But I think he could be a 22 and 10 guy with seven rebounds still, right. and do be more wanna... efficient than he was this year. Do you want to pay that type of guy 61 million a year? If if I feel like I can win the championship in the next two years with him, I'll eat the shit down the line for it. Yes. That, that's that's that is what they're going to tell themselves. Right. That that is what it's going to tell them. So it's just going to nail them into into the. It's just going to well, freeze them into the position that they're in right now. And be like, if he doesn't come back better, the next the next major star in the NBA on the move will be Joel Embiid. Yeah. yeah. And he'll if say, he's "Get me to Dallas. Get me to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, get me to the Warriors. Get me to uh, you know who fuck knows. Get me get to me the Lakers to... inexplicably." <laughs> Something like that. He's gonna say, "Get me out of here, get me to Atlanta, with with Young." Um, something like that. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I think we probably both agree they should push their pick back to next year. Mm-hmm. But you know, because my thing is like, how many guys would would they have to actually believe can help them? I think it's pick twenty three. Mm-hmm. You'd have to have like six guys that you feel yeah. like could have because you can't guarantee that they're gonna be there. Right, right, and it, and it's a much higher risk that the that that the seventy sixers are worse than they were this year. It's I mean, it's much more likelier that right. the Sixers will have a bad year than they'll find their player at twenty three. If Joel Embiid missed thirty five games next year, mm-hmm. that team would go ten and twenty five possibly right. in those 35 games, depending on the schedule that they played. And if you see how Maxi and Harden are arguing on the sidelines, it's a powder keg over there. It can right. implode well, at any time. Kyrie looks at uh, Harden looks at Maxi and says, this is a young kid know what the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. Maxi looks at this guy and says, this guy's a fat fuck. Right. Shut your fucking mouth. I don't say shit to you when you turn it over. Right. Right, right. You know, I see the same fucking film that you do, and you're you're late on defensive rotations. But Harden has the cachet to talk to players. But right. when you start losing your game, it's tough to keep that same mouth going. Right, especially when a kid is 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 rising in his game, and you're in the way. You know, so so yeah, like that's a powder keg over there. It, and and in comparison. We don't have that problem. We're trying to get rid of the dynamite in our locker room. I do so. think Philly's going to be really aggressive. Oh, yeah. Maury's an aggressive dude. 
you know, because like I think I think they could go to Washington and say, take Harris, take Maxi, mm-hmm. take some future picks, give us Beal, and that would be the end of their team. Why say that? If have you noticed, Bill Beal doesn't lift teams or, or doesn't raise the ceiling like like Sam likes to say. He doesn't. He doesn't make teams. No, but he's the he's the classic third guy that's just go out there and get buckets. I know, but him and Harden get buckets and not in a similar way. They would have if if you get rid of that guy, if you get rid of Maxi, you lose all of your juice in your locker room. Just it, it, it it's kind of like when we traded for Harden. Not that not that the, we we became a better team when we traded a Harden, but we lost our soul. The because Phil, Philly's got to do something with Tobias Harris. Yep. I, you yeah, know what? I, 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 I would love Tobias Harris. <laughs> I'm one of the I, few I would people. take him, sure. He'd be great on the nuts. He, 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 I was he, throwing out trades for, during the Simmons thing where you sent Simmons to a third team and we were taking Tobias back. Yeah. I think yeah. I mentioned Halliburton, right? Send him to the Kings. Mm-hmm. You know, we take back Halliburton, we take back Tobias. Halliburton had been traded long before that, though. He's well, in Indiana. But the rumors, this was when the rumors were still going, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was no, just I would have loved Halliburton. Game. I love that kid. You know, so. Hey. Yeah. Well, I think we've, we've broken that down. So where do you end? At, now that we've had a chance to, like, reason about it, where do you end on this? What's the I, next I, I just, big I think move? this is much to do about nothing. These guys could these guys could literally just be friends, and he. Some reporters saw them walking in the room together, and they were just literally going there to shoot the shit, maybe have lunch. I think the report came from someone who worked in the hotel that the Lakers rented the room. If I read it right, right, and and you know what, the Nets might have a room in their hotel where they're having their meetings about prospects. Correct. They, you know, I, they're at the cop. I I sincerely doubt they do though, because they don't really have a pick. They have a pick. But they might not make it. It's not like one of those things where they have to go super in depth in the draft board. They kind of got it. They're here just looking at players to see if someone blows them away that they would keep this kid, this 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 draft pick. But hey, well, look, you know what? There's who's to say that they don't acquire a pick another way. There's that too. There's Somebody that too. may say we want Cam Thomas. All right, and they get the 28th pick back. So they got to do their due diligence and be, you know what I'm saying? They, they've got to yeah. do their due diligence. You never yeah, know they, what could, what could arrive. And this is so the biggest presence they've Patty had at a draft in a while, though. Some team may want Patty Mills, a vet, you know, veteran team, that, correct? Looking for a, a reliable backup shooter, and they say we don't need anybody at 26. Yeah. So they just have to do their due diligence. Yeah. Yeah. Seth no. Curry could be in a trade where, you know, we get a pick back so they they, they got to go there and do their due diligence and then correct do, do we actually know when they have to decide on this by i heard june 1st yeah but i don't I, i've never actually seen that in any like official capacity I think that's me neither, just like, me neither. everyone's not... just assuming that that's what it is no i don't want to be one of those guys that tell you that the rules are x and then when we find out that the rules are y pretend like i didn't say it <laughs> it's funny i was watching the lottery i was like man the nets have not not that they haven't had some bad teams because they basically built Boston's team for them. Mm. Um, but they haven't been in the lottery 
where they had their own picks in fucking 2011. Was yeah. that? Yeah, the, the the when they traded the pick for uh, Gerald Wallace and another brilliant Billy King blunder. And the Joe Wasson, the Joe Johnson trade, which was stupid because nobody was trading for Joe Johnson in his contract, and they gave up Lillard anyway. Even no, I no, love no, Joe was, Johnson. That was Gerald Wallace. Oh, that was Gerald Wallace. How did we get? Traded, who did we trade? The the Nets had the sixth best odds for the first pick, uh-huh. and they traded at the deadline a top three protected pick for. Gerald Wallace. Correct, but and how did we? What did Gerald we trade for your extension? Didn't we Joe give ha- up like three draft picks for Joe Harris or something crazy I, I like think, that? I think Joe Johnson was. They traded one pick and then like I two Joe swaps. Harris, Joe yeah, Joe Johnson trade didn't kill them. Yeah, the the pick swaps killed us because the pick swap became Tatum. No, that was the Boston trade. I know, but the Boston trade had two pick swaps in it. Yeah, Tatum, I'm saying the Joe Johnson Tatum, trade, I think Tatum came the year that we had a pick swap. Which yeah. was like not having a pick. We picked Yeah, that. yeah, of course. I'm saying the Joe John Joe Johnson, they 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 had they did make some pick swaps, but they didn't give up any players and the pick like the picks became nothing. So that was actually one of the better trades they made based on the production they got out of him. Right. But yeah, the, the Celtics trade, they got both Tatum and Brown on the years they had pick swaps. <laughs> You know, and then the first year we didn't have like we actually owned our pick again, was the Russell year when we we, we went to the playoffs. Correct. Correct. And here we are now. We don't control our draft pick for till twenty twenty eight again. Do you feel optimistic? No, not really. Yeah, I I knew the answer to that. I feel very. I, I, optimistic. I think I think I think that the Nets. Like I, I definitely like I think next year like they're either gonna be a force to be reckoned with, or like it's it's not gonna go well. Like I don't think there's any in between. Um, I think no. I think it's possible that our best chance has passed us already. Yeah, no, I think I think we get. I think we make this. I think we make a significant trade. I have like I I you know you know you know my position on this. It's not anti-Kyrie, it's just I have a hard time believing that Joe Sy, especially for how many times that Sean Mark says we're paying a player 30 plus million to, and they're not here. For as many times as he said that in all of these interviews, I think people don't focus on that enough. They don't want to pay this dude. They don't want to give this dude another contract. They Joseph Sy did not become a billionaire by making bad deals. And Correct. this guy don't give a fuck about Kyrie Irving, he doesn't sweat him. Right. He's, in fact, he's more impressive human being than Kyrie Irving. If you really by, think about it, like by far, <laughs> you know, like Kyrie Irving, like dribbles the ball, <laughs> like, well, you know, and he's fantastic at it. But like, it's harder to be Joe Sy. No, so, it's, it's way harder to be Joe Sy, and and no one would trade the life of Joe Sy for the life of Kyrie. Well, maybe, maybe someone really I, I coached a, I coached a kid one year in basketball and his family was loaded or is mm-hmm. loaded. The grandfather, like basically created like the first leasing company in, in America for cars. Mm-hmm. Um, and he owns a golf course out in the Hamptons. The family owns a very uh, famous golf course out in the Hamptons. And I was talking to the dad about it. The dad ran the day-to-day operations there. And he's like, yeah, like uh, Eli Manning and uh, Michael Strahan are members there. And I'm like, that must be great, like, as like a pitch to prospective members. 
and he, I never, he said to me, my members don't give a flying fuck <laughs> or are not impressed by these football players. I, I've said this to you so many times that in that world, they don't give a fuck. Dude, yeah. we're going to win a championship. Remember I told you that. We're, we're going to win a championship you know, we're gonna next win, year. We're going to win the inaugural uh, to- mid-season tournament. You know what? I want to win that too. Give Dude, me- what the fuck? <laughs> Why are they doing this? <laughs> because it's successful, man. Why are they fixing it? No, it is broken. You have lower attention span. These kids aren't watching these regular season games, and they don't give a fuck about the All-Star game. If you turned in a, a, a tournament into a play-in, a, a, a one-game-and-you're-out tournament that you have to be winning games early to make it in the tournament and each player gets a million dollars extra on their salary, that that would work. Especially not think, not with old anything. dudes like me. Like like me and you are not the target market for this stuff. Like nah, I, no, I, I like it how it is. Right. The, I, I like it how it is. I, what I'm trying to tell you is the end. The reason why the NFL works is because it's 16 games, and every right. game and is like Sunday. You know. Yeah, you you have to be there because it's only 16 games. The NFL works because of the gambling, and because the players play with helmets on their head. And it's only 16 games. That those the basketball you have that that long dragged out season is not working for them. And then baseball is a different thing. Baseball, you just like I just put baseball on as background noise. And every now and then someone hits a home run and I turn around and I look at it. Like that's that's not what basketball is. And so to create a tournament in the middle of the season instead of the, the, the all-star game, which nobody gives a fuck about anymore, I, I think it could be something. I Watch, actually gonna think like they're going to do a tournament, kick off the season with it. Neutral site, big arena. But the reason why they the- do it at the middle of the season is so that those early games matter. So you have to, you have to make it into the tournament. Let's say they, they only do 12 teams. Why, why not kick the season off with, uh, you know, there's 30 teams. The two teams that were in the finals have a first-round bye, mm. right? So you have 28, you get down to 14, then you add the two and you're at 16, and you have a 30-team tournament to kick off the season, all at neutral sites. See, you're starting to like this idea. You no, but that, I mean, if they're going to do it, think of the best but, idea. But they're trying. The reason why they're doing that midseason is one to replace the All Star Game, which is dying, and then two to the, and then two to um, make people have interest in the fall, so that people so that the teams are playing for something in the fall. You understand? Right, so, so that the, so, so that you don't have dickheads on in, in Nets Twitter talking about panic in October. You have to panic in October. You have to well, play. Well, first off, I think I think every team would have to be involved in the tournament. And hmm. I suggested this in the group chat. If you're going to do a midseason tournament, you got to give the fans something early on to latch onto, right? Because this right. isn't Europe, where these tournaments and other championships have been around for forever. Like, like. Yeah, this is a radical change here in America. Actually, the Champions League hasn't been around that long, but and some of these other tournaments haven't been along that long, and they change them all the time. In because you know I, I I like soccer. I like uh I, I like I, I don't even like to call it soccer. I like European football. I'm a Manchester United fan, so yeah. No, I'm I'm definitely into that stuff. I I'm op- more open minded than you, Bam. 
So, so hold on. If they're going to do it mid-season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You have all 30 teams make it. Okay, the top. And then I would say you split the league into two two brackets. The, the top 15 and the bottom 15. Right. The bottom 15 the plays team, into it. The, the, the number one seed in the league, the best record in the league, has a bye. You have 14 teams left. You play around seven. Then you add them and you have eight, eight. The team that has the 16th best record has a bye. Mm-hmm. And then you have – so there's a, there's a winner on each side of the bracket, and the, the, the two winners both get the first two picks outside of the lottery. I love it. You add two it. first round picks. I love it. Because then there's stakes as a fan, mm-hmm. and every team will have a chance to win because of the nature of the one-game elimination. Yep. And, like, if you're the worst team in the league, you're not going to have to play the best team. So you're, you're going to be playing the, the bottom half of your league. And I think that would be something that the fans can get behind, the players get money. And, you know, you do this at neutral site, you know, someplace that holds 40,000 fans, and you make it like a NCAA tournament-style thing. I love it. I love it. You go to Vegas, you do it, you go to you, – you, you rotate it, these big, giant pavilions or whatever they call – and yeah. you rock it like that. I love that idea. That's the only thing. Because to me as a fan, you know, maybe in the moment I'll enjoy it. But I'm like, all right, like, I'm not going to be happy at the end of the season. Like, yeah, well, they lost in the first round of the playoffs. But we got that midseason tournament. <laughs> I'm not going to give a fuck. You know, it's nah, gonna it's going to be about doing the double. It's about, it's about winning the championship and winning the midseason tournament. So you could prove that by, by there's no argument that you were the best team that t- that and it'll be a new standard you there's, did you there's do not the enough talent to go around in the basketball world but like the champions league if i'm like uh, if i'm correct it was like the premier league winner the yeah but they league have, winner, they, that, they have champions that league and something. fa cup league uh, they I, I think i think i think the nba should participate in that i think they should do a champion a global champions league but they this couldn't. would be they, like they, the they fa cup the other leagues are so inferior to them, or in theory, it would kill their league if, like, the uh, some team from Europe came in and won. It would kill their league. Whereas in soccer, like, there's so much talent to go around in the world because there's no shortage of 5'10", 145-pound guys that can run around. Yeah. yeah. It, just, it doesn't work the same. Well, we can't solve all the problems of the world, but we just solved the tournament. We, we, yeah. we couldn't even solve COVID. <laughs> Fuck. And that, by the way, that you're seeing the numbers are going up and shit. Yeah. You know, I, I doubt Adams would ever put another mandate in that didn't include an athlete exception. Mm-hmm. But if he did, then what are we going to do now? I got two words for you, Anthony Davis. We are Pod Thorn. I'll see you later. Later, man. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.